going on, everybody? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Guy Podcast Network. Uh, today on the show, we have the homie rapper, singer, producer, Ehi Orbo. He's going to talk about some new music that he's released, how he's handling quarantine and all of that stuff. And so, before we get into it, just everybody, please stay safe, stay clean, do the right thing, stay home, save lives. All right, peace. Enjoy. So today on the podcast, we have the homie Ehi Orbo. Yo. What up? What's good? And please tell me I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, how do you pronounce it exactly? Yeah. Ehi Orbo? Yeah, you got it. It's Ehi Orbo. Oh, word. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should know that after all these years. I feel like you, <laughs> you knew it. You just had to make sure. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Just second guessing myself. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. So what's good? What's good? We're living in quarantine. How's it treating you? It's treating me really interestingly, man. I'm like clearly spending a lot of time alone, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, uh, I feel like I'm like, I'm 14 again, just like doing all the things I did in that period of time, like in summers, you know, just like, yo, like, like it's a crush. that's so true. I, I feel like that's like, really, you know, I just like booted up some, uh, it's been a while since I've like watched anime in my bedroom you know <laughs> i don't it's not like i usually watch it or like keep it on standby when i'm working on projects or whatever but like yeah or like i'll binge it but i just had had like honey and clover just like casually on <laughs> yesterday that's like some slice of life not even like that gnarly <laughs> i was like all right yeah it's my mode now you know yeah no i know what you mean like uh for me in particular with anime like i watch anime all the time and right now my girl is finally giving in to watching anime like she's finally she's accepted it and she's gotten into it and like it's so exciting man like right now i'm we're watching cowboy bebop and like i've seen it i don't know 10 15 times and i'm like going through it again and it's a totally new experience because i'm watching it with her right (laughs) and and she's like taking it all in for the first time i'm just like yo this is crazy (laughs) that's tight okay it's so dope it's so dope but yo you made a good point there i never nobody has said that to me the idea of like feeling like you're 14 again yeah i feel like everyone's between it's like you can't really go out you're grounded you know it's like (laughs) um, we're all grounded yeah and like you have we're all grounded yeah basically mother nature and like biology is grounding us It's, it's wild yeah you you live with family yeah oh word okay okay yeah see i haven't lived with my family since i was like 17 and now i'm living in a family household with my girlfriend's family and it's like it's like really foreign to me yeah man if that makes sense like that you're so right about the 14 year old thing like i feel like i just went back in time you know except that like i I cook a lot and shit like that but other than that like it's the same thing it's like being a kid again yeah i was just thinking about this I think um, the whole like, oh man, there's like a big point that I've, I feel like I could say in many words, but I'm going to dwindle it down. It's like, yeah, I feel like the, the family mode of thinking and like taking care of yourself is different from like regular anything else, you know, if that a- makes Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like really being around ancestors or people that like, or have like the same last name that are all like eating a certain <laughs> way doing a certain thing a certain way and then like being in an apartment where like everyone does different stuff and they're like friends but still are really close it's just like a different kind of mindset when you're in like a family zone you know yeah completely there's some music that sounds better when you're around your family you know (laughs) what oh i totally agree uh what what are some examples for you anything in particular i think uh earth wind and fire yeah like, yeah like like really exactly what i was thinking yeah like <laughs> and like really retro like uh michael jackson you know yeah and i'd say yeah. like i i feel i feel like um like vic man man i was gonna say some like really wild stuff but like i feel like chance the rapper is like going down a specific <laughs> path where like he's he's becoming that you know <laughs> he's trying yeah. to at least yeah like make yeah. family make music for families that goes in the club too 
you know? And like, wow. Vic I've never even like, thought about that concept. Vic is like full nightlife, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vic is the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, man. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, no, I've been listening to a lot of Earth, Wind & Fire lately, actually. Oh, Because yeah. it's like, you know, it's family friendly, and I'm with the family all day, every day. So it's like, it's, it's, it works. It works. And they have such a deep catalog, too. Like, you let it rock. Yo, yeah. No, like, <laughs> I was literally, I was literally, like, going into the, the rabbit hole on Earth, Wind & Fire history. Because I didn't, I didn't really know. Like, I just know their music, you know? Oh, yeah. So I spent, like, two days just, like, reading through every band member's wikipedias and shit like that like i hadn't i I really did that and like i had no idea that they were still getting nominated for grammys in the 90s and then they still did in 2003 got nominated for grammys wow yeah that's wild 40 years later there was still that's crazy the music just kind of like cranks a little harder than like it still holds up musically you know what i mean it's it's hard to explain but like Still never heard anything like it. Yeah, it's like intricate, like, but really simple at the same time. It's like soul syrup, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Soul syrup, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so uh, while we're on the topic, what else have you been listening to lately? Anything new? Man, speaking of, uh, like, this morning specifically, I shared something on my Instagram that just, Mm -hmm. uh, damn, mixing up my names, that uh, Chance the Rapper song... (laughs) with brandy baby mama i like i have not heard it yo change the rapper's whole verse cranks man <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like i haven't really what's it called geeked, what's it called i haven't geeked about a chance verse and i don't know how long but like yeah in like six years <laughs> yeah i was just like on his instagram for some strange reason today and just like caught that video and the whole verse just sent me somewhere and I was like, wow, this is a great feeling. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Word. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yo, my, my girlfriend is here now. She probably wants to say hello. She's a big fan of your music. Oh, really? And also you're she's seen a lot of my photos of you and thinks you dress extremely well. How's it going? Yeah. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not here ready. What up? Can't hear you right hello. now. It's okay. Hello. This is Sharon. Talk to you later. <laughs> See <ya>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sharing a room. We're sharing a room. I hear that. Uh, yeah. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? We were talking about Chance the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really have not listened to Chance the Rapper in... Since, I don't even know, man. Six years now? Seven years? Wow. Yeah, man. I... I'm not saying it's not relatable, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I am saying that the verse is really good, and I like his yeah. whole like his whole persona, man. Like it's I forgot how unique it was, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. That is very true. He does have a very unique per, uh, persona. I do agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I'm gonna check it out later. I'm gonna check right. it out later. Yeah. Yo, so let's talk about the new music you dropped. You okay. dropped some mixtapes. Yeah, man. I was just listening to them earlier. I've listened to them a couple of times here in quarantine. Cool. So, uh, first of all, what made you want to put them out? Because I read the descriptions and you were like, unfinished songs from the last so-and-so years. And then... Just because... Why now? Honestly, I had... I've been like away from the internet for a while before being very active recently. Yeah. Just like... Yeah working on multiple projects you know (laughs) like multiple multiple all the ones that people who might i don't know be familiar with uh with me and follow Mm. what i do maybe they might know which ones i'm talking about um (laughs) it is multiple but like through that i've just had so much other music just like backlogged you know that i loved when i made it that like wouldn't make sense to share after those projects are out you know and it's stuff that i really like like that tucked song the first track on the mixtape is one i made in 2017 that i thought was like earth shatteringly cool when i made it (laughs) and it's just been sitting hard after three years and i'm like what (laughs) it's like so why why does that happen exactly like you just never kind of never really found a place for it yeah like i think what happens to me is that if i sit on something too long then i just get like really self-conscious about like if it was done right or not in the presentation yeah. 
but I've I feel like all the stuff that it was on that whole thing, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna like do anything else to it. It's done, you know? And like yeah. that means it's finished yeah. if I'm not gonna do anything else, you know? Um, right. so just like it also just felt I don't know, I was just I kinda like to go with my intuition, like how I feel. I just wanted to put some new mm-hmm. things into the airwaves and just kinda like share it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Did you did you put this out before you started your your more social media activity? Or was it at the same time? I'd say like just probably a few weeks before or so. Okay. So did it did it spark something within you to just be, get that activity going right away? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I just I, like there's something about being like uh I don't want to sound all out there right now, but being like a, a musician who's like hoarding sounds and thoughts you know and like mm-hmm. sharing it all at once it makes you want to share more i feel like i've been like sharing thoughts that are years old and now like it's it's like a little more recent you know so yeah. i feel like i can expose myself again a little bit you know yeah <laughs> it's like it's hard to explain but that. that's how it feels you know yeah that makes sense like that's that's kind of how i feel about my photography too like because i really stopped doing it i mean i never stopped but I very rarely pick up a camera anymore right. and like I just like I can't even get myself to post anything anymore <laughs> like I really can't like yeah, maybe once a month or some shit like that like uh, the more recent stuff that I posted was like I was just scrolling through my Google Drive and like looking through all the photos in there and I was like you know I, I like these photos I never did anything with them I put them out from like two years ago you know and I'm just trying to figure out that thing, like like what we just said, but that spark that makes me want to post more stuff, or at least makes me feel more comfortable posting more stuff. You yeah, know, man. like before we were recording, we were talking about Justin Bieber's Instagram and Anderson Pack's Instagram, where they're just like extremely casual and carefree, and I just don't really understand how people unlock that side of themselves on on social media. Yeah, man, I think it takes like a. Because I think there are all the reasons in the world to not do that. But at the yeah. same time, on the other side of that, there are all the reasons in the world to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you decide that, like, you want to use your social media or your Instagram or whatever you're active on to kind of just, like, I don't know, have fun with yourself and to, like, be social literally with other people and not, like, create this portfolio of business card and if everything you do follows that you'll put it out you know what I mean but like yeah. if you're attuned to that other kind of decision then like you're gonna hoard more you know and like only put yeah. out things that make you look really specifically one way or the other and like mm-hmm. I don't know I think like comedy is a way to deflect all that like if <laughs> and just kind of like cause you know it's fun to laugh you know it's fun to laugh at yourself always I think it's healthy yeah and um yeah, man, I think... I don't know, I've been thinking about Justin Bieber's Instagram a lot more recently for some strange reason. I've been, like, <laughs> following him more because I think his album bangs. <laughs> but I also think... Uh, I just do, man. Like, jeez. <laughs> like, Habitual's really good, that song on his album. And, um... All right. Yeah, I think, uh... So, so with your social media, like, with, with your activity right now, like, would you consider what you're doing, for context, he's been sharing a lot of more personal stuff like inspirations and favorite things favorite books movies shows albums etc like do you feel like that's a portfolio thing or is that a casual thing um or is it both i mean i have to like like it and it's, i like yeah. the things that i like so it doesn't yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> if someone who doesn't know me was to like hop on there and check it out and they and like they like my music and discover that we like the same movie that's not a bad right. thing you know what I mean it's like oh right. word you know um, and I don't know I'm just trying to take it a little less seriously and kind of like test out and experiment with being a little more present on there just cause like I think especially now we're like relying on the digital world to like connect us mm-hmm. you know and like so many of my favorite mm-hmm. musicians like and just artists in general don't use that space to flex as much as they use it to just like be vulnerable and share because the people who already like 
going on to what you do and checking what you do out they're doing that because like they connect in some way beforehand you know already yeah so yeah that's true why not give them more of a connection you know yeah yeah no that makes sense that makes sense yeah i like what you've been doing man like i i first i like i mentioned before i love the graphics that you're making for these things so it's like it has an extra dimension i guess you could say word i think some graphics are better than others i just kind of like like hey blah blah but some i try to like make gnarly you know what i mean yeah but, uh, which, which one's your favorite out of all of them i think um i'd say like the tour photo sharing one i think that one's cool mm. from this past yeah this one's tight with like the designs like overlaid and like the tape on the corners yeah this think, is tight i think uh what else is cool i like the danny chu one today I like the whole oh, stencil word, yeah. with, like, the stick figure going, like, yeah. The stick like, figure. Holding up the Opa Diamond. <laughs> just, uh... That's dope. Yeah, man. I just... It's stuff, like, if I was to make, like, a handmade zine, it'd look like that. Honestly. <laughs> you know? Word. No, yeah. you, yo, you should. Honestly, you should. Have I'm, you thought about doing that? Yeah, I might just, like, archive all this stuff and make it into a physical. Uh, I mean, honestly, like... I'm getting to the point where... We're like working on vi- like lime vinyls finally, right? In the near future. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I might just like, arg- I might continue this streak and like make some physical zines to go along with them. You know what I mean? Yo, good so, idea. Cool. That's a great idea, man. I hope you do that. I really hope you do that. I think it's Sell them at your shows. Like, I'll get one next time I see you. Dope. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I wanted to ask you about the um, URL, WeRL, IRL, or URL, IRL, WeRL. Yeah. How did you guys get this going? Who all is a part of this? Like, who's organizing it? Um, like, I see that you, Bureaucratic, Aura are a part of it, but who's who's really running this thing? Yeah, the homie Sky Society. His name's Juani. He's a producer from Pennsylvania. He's, like, a really sick, amazing community organizer. He's, like, he's okay. really running it, dude and he's like really an amazing organizer in general uh like half of all proceeds are going to frontline foods um but like that we put out this compilation i want to say like a few weeks ago now uh or like all proceeds are going to frontline foods and it's just like six or seven songs of just some of the contributors who are playing the event like the url irl URL is like a, a twitch show that's happening on the 24th on sunday um oh yeah 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 yeah. and yeah it's like we were just trying to kind of raise awareness and like make something cool happen in the name of some good times and good good uh what's the word that i'm looking for uh good energy good energy i don't know it's It's like (laughs) does that fit good okay yeah good good goodness goodness yeah i haven't i haven't listened to all six tracks on it yet i've only listened to yours with uh flamingosis but i'm a fan of biro and ian ewing so i'll give it a listen i haven't yet they're amazing yeah how are you guys doing the uh the festival uh basically we're like um oh straight through twitch this is gonna be twitch just gotta like tune in from i believe it's like noon to 6 p.m they're like a like six to eight sets um and we're like doing pre-recorded sets of like some new material and whatnot oh dope. and like letting okay. it rock like it's going to be exclusive to twitch for that gap of time so yeah man dope have you already recorded your set nah <laughs> i'll figure it out i'll figure it out <laughs> yeah you got nine days it's all yeah. good yeah for sure <laughs> yeah i I've been trying to figure out this thing, right? So, um, I've been practicing DJing for the last couple of months and since like January and I'm getting pretty good at it. Like not, not amazing, not great, but like I'm sufficient. And my homegirl Lancer and I were trying to figure out how to, how to make a podcast DJ live stream thing at the same time. Podcast DJ live stream. You can do it. I just can't put it together. 
like how do you how do you make it work where it's like two DJs not playing at the same time obviously but playing in the same time frame while also having a conversation about art or whatever music so it's like a B2B but you're talking at the same time on the yeah. internet <laughs> yeah I'd say, and like how do you do a B2B through the internet <laughs> I would say like there's gotta be something where you can like cue tracks back to back you know there's gotta be something yeah. out there like and then screen sharing all the time so we can see the key and the tempo and shit like that so we can <laughs> keep shit moving I don't know yeah. I don't know I haven't figured it out yet we've been like trying to we've been juggling this thing for like three weeks now and we just haven't made any progress <laughs> right you could always like have you been um, a part of oh word go on do like a pre-recorded like B2B set and then like True. just talk over it you know but it's not the same thing that's no. still a good idea though I think it's cool you should do yeah. it yeah yeah have, have you been a part of any other uh, stream festivals so far no this will be the first one um mm. although like a while back I used to do shows on like tiny chat URL just like mm. a throwback kind of like mm -hmm. stream thing I've, I've done um like in 2019 and 2018 I did some shows on Minecraft like Minecraft festivals <laughs> fire which were like fire. really fun um did you tune into the one mark did with uh Likido? i i saw people talking about it in like discord but i didn't get to tune yeah. in oh word okay okay yeah, yeah i didn't either I'm, I'm not on minecraft so yeah. i did not either yeah. it looked wild <laughs> though that out. lineup was cranking yeah it was yeah. there's actually a lot of a lot of artists from here on the on the lineup also that's dope i think quite a few Emil also from Australia. Yeah, there were quite a few. Quite a few homies on it. Yeah. Yeah, Mark is like super into... He's done a very good job of connecting back and forth of being in the LA scene and then also being in the Philippine scene. Totally. I love Mark, man. He's love amazing, Mark. man. Shout out to Mark. He's like a great... Shout out to Mark. For real. Shout out to Mark. He's like a great guy, great organizer. And like, I yeah. always... I just like looked up to how much he represented his like his take on his heritage through his music yeah you know what i mean absolutely I up to yeah that, you know no i totally agree because like he, i i know from the conversations i've had with him that it's like it's so important to him his heritage it's extremely important to him but he portrays it in a in a very it's it's very non-traditional but it's still there in his music you know totally. what i mean and like i love that about him I love super that cool him. but yeah but yo who else who else like who are some other uh who are some other music idols for you not just as musicians but also as people okay as people i'd say um jesse boykins the third his vocalist Word, yeah. i love his stuff i like um sampha a lot subtracts yeah i love um, sampha totally I'm like a, you know how many people I'm sure you hear it a lot but a lot of people say you sound like him <laughs> yeah man yeah I was like I was definitely an OF kid for sure um, yeah <laughs> yeah and then like in high school I got really into uh, it's like Knocksteady TV which was like oh the where you worst you, you ever heard of them yo that's my favorite thing that's like my favorite thing ever bro <laughs> oh yeah no like it's like Knocksteady was like my like, favorite thing to ever happen on the internet Yes, it was like it introduced me to Anderson Pack in like the year tw like 2010. Yeah. Love Joy. 2010. It was dude. like that was how I found everything that I was hearing out there. I was like, why is this better than everything I've ever heard? All these videos. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Like, um, and like I, I, I bring it up to people all the time, and nobody ever knows what it is, dude. Yeah. But so like, many was, of those videos got like hundreds of thousands of views. For real. I was like really into YouTube in general and like YouTube music. And like, yeah, Knock City TV is how I found out about a lot of people that I like, including Open Mike Eagle, including R.I.P. Yeah, Forever Mike now, Eagle, who's also like one of my favorite yeah. artists, who's like an amazing yeah. artist in general, you know. Yeah, um, I'd say, uh, everyone a part of that like, um, Hellfire Club clique are just people that I look up to, also, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. Agreed, agreed, man. Me too. I, I carry them, I, I view them very, very highly, always, yeah. always yeah oh man that was that internet series was like the best like that that 
literally changed my life i think oh yeah knock city tv literally changed my life yeah man like i, I immediately knew like all right it's just so gnarlier stuff to tune into in general that like hits on the way that like like harmonically hits hits better than like a lot of pop music party music does to me and also yeah. fulfills that like inner world kind of space too yeah it's hard to explain but it's just like i feel like my taste got cranked up to like 100 immediately after like agreed engaging with that world you know agreed you know i've always have you ever thought about the fact that like i'm just thinking this up now like when you watch a like a tiny desk performance and then you compare that to a knock steady performance and it's like a totally different experience right and i'm I'm wondering how did they make that experience better? Like, was it just the was it just the video production? Like, was it the setting? I don't I don't know. Like, Tiny Desk compared to that is like not nearly as engaging to me. Yeah, man. For some reason, even if it's the same artist, you know, like Anderson Pack has a Tiny Desk and he's been on Knocksteady, but like the Knocksteady ones always hit harder for some yeah, reason. Yeah, man. Because like their gear, it, it didn't have to look pretty and like yeah. commercialized and for like. I don't know for like a bunch of uh people in an office space it was like True. it seemed like dumb it was dumbfounded it dumbfounded in uh intuition right who like did not intuition yeah 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 i also like was keeping up with uh intuition's podcast kind of neat i'm just like after knock city tv i'm just like into what they present in general you know but um, yeah still me too yeah i think like uh there's something about like kind of getting to be a whole like a fly in the wall uh with just like homies kind of like who are all amazing at what they do sharing what they do with each other it, they all look yeah. so raw but like the production quality they knew they're all just stunned in every single one you know yeah of like, course. it's just it's just kind of how it felt to me you know i i think my all-time favorite was when driver and no can did uh flashbang grenada oh yeah have you, have you seen that i've seen that the good cop bad cop video oh my god yeah. that is like untouchable that is one I, of the greatest things i've ever watched on youtube and i've probably watched it a million times oh yeah i think low leaves video um take time is like one of my Shit, favorites i don't remember just that playing the harp and also like the keys at the same time oh me, like, yeah yeah just yeah, the yeah, spectacle yeah. of that like off rip i was like I cannot believe I get to watch this right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yo. I remember you did something similar way, way, way back. I don't even know. Maybe f like five, six years ago I saw it. Yeah. Where it was like, I think you were performing with somebody who was playing a trombone or a saxophone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that have, was have you thought about like taking that route? of doing more like live video stuff like i know you're doing it on your instagram live right now just playing beats and stuff which i i enjoy that a lot i love your beats that's dope but like have you thought about like doing a youtube series type thing with your own music i mean not really i consider it though i don't know i feel like uh i feel like with the i don't know man i feel like I, if i was to do that it would like the way that I perform solo and that I perform with other musicians is always different and it takes a lot of like energy and preparation you know what I mean yeah um I'm yeah. not really the type to like make a video every day or every few days to like uh yeah present you know what I mean but yeah I like fooling around with video stuff when I can and when I do you know word Let's, let's talk about your live show, man, because I've been to a lot of your shows. A lot. Right. That's uh, interesting, man. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite a few, quite a few. Um, yeah, your live show has transformed a lot. Actually, the first time that I heard you was when you were opening for Milo at Shea Stadium, good old Shea Stadium, rest in peace. Yeah, man. And I love that show, bro. Me too, man. My yeah. sister was there with me. I remember, like, 
yo, we were freaking out after your set. We were like, yo, what is this? Like, this is so new. This is so fresh. It's such a, like, it's something so different. Sick. And, like, we were obsessed ever since, man, for sure. And, like, I found the the looping so interesting in your live performance. Right. Because I hadn't really seen people do that much at the time. Okay. I mean, you still don't really see it that much. Yeah, it takes... People do a lot of looping, but, like, not many people do looping with the instruments and stuff that I, I had to work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you still doing that in your live sets? Not really as much, but I did... That was my thing for a while. <laughs> Word. Do you, do, you have a, do you have a favorite show memory? I like to ask this question to artists. Favorite show <laughs> memory? Man. Of your own. There are, like, a handful of probably five to ten shows that I remember big time you know mm -hmm. I remember that show opening for Milo for sure I remember um, I remember I playing this rooftop around like 2017 it was really fun I remember with Good Luck Spaceman yeah yeah that was just a fun day it looked really pretty too yeah that was dope man yeah, that man. was dope I love that the yeah. train tracks in the view like that was so was beautiful wild, man yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? There's so many cool shows that happened. I really enjoyed that show with Mark last year. Yeah. I just felt like... Um, that was so good, too. Yeah, the energy man. was so great that night, man. Definitely. Like, everybody in there was having a good time. Definitely. I really thought, like, each set transitioning into each other, too, was really cool, you know? Yeah. Um, who was... Who was the opener on that one oh it was abby press she's really amazing oh word abby press yeah, yeah yeah and you guys have you done music with abby press i know mark has no we haven't but you've both done music with mark so it kind of goes together yeah, yeah. like yeah. really cohesively exactly yeah, yeah that was tight yeah, i still remember i think there was one at mercury lounge mercury lounge fuck was it like a Dece i think it was like late december show I don't remember what year. I'm right. just like scrolling through my memories right now. Okay. It was a late December show at Mercury Lounge that you did. Right. And you had your, you had your homies do like a whole dance routine or yes. something. Like I, I'd never seen that one before. Yeah, I was like, yo. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. I think we were that opening was so for, dope. Uh, that was opening for Mark too, I think. Really? Was that Sunnyvale? No, 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 no. I remember that. I remember that Sunnyvale show. That was in the summertime, though. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I man. just, I literally just moved to Jersey City the day before that show. Man, I've been to so many of your shows. Do you still do a lot of shows? <laughs> um, it slowed down a lot, truthfully. I've like word in 2019 and 2018. I was just like touring, honestly. Um. Yeah. Slowing down a lot, like playing in New York. I probably was playing in New York like once every six months, but in like mm -hmm. from like 2015 to 2018, I was playing in New York like a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know. Did, uh, where were you going on your tours? I don't I don't really remember your tour schedules that well. Right. What kind of what cities were you hitting? Uh, like 2018, I did like uh, I was touring a lot, man. I like toured with Mothica. Then I toured with uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Pink Nabel and uh, Artie Duguid from the Ruby Yacht. Fire. I toured Fire. with, I toured with uh, Robotaki. Okay, Ladies. yeah. And, like, those are basically, like, East U.S. and, like, mid-U.S. tours, you know? Um, so, like, Chicago, Milwaukee. I, th I think I, like, went to a... Yeah, it was like think about like all East US, like Boston down to like I don't know, like uh, Atlanta, right? Um, oh, fire! And then like Chicago, Milwaukee. I was in like Idaho and stuff, like a lot, like Idaho, middle of the country. Damn. Idaho is interesting, man. We did like that was with Robotaki too. We ended up like uh, wow, kind of going on both coasts, playing like S Seattle and Portland and like vancouver and stuff too but Dope. but we ended up like racing go-karts in idaho and it was like the sketchiest situation <laughs> it was like 
He's like super backwoodsy, and these go karts were like hella strong and powerful, right? Yeah. And like, um, it just we should have been like wearing gear, but we just had helmets, you know? And, uh, it just it just got kind of crazy, and I was like, the the squad we were with, they were like really racing, like really like going heavy, and I was just like trying not to suffer an injury. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was really fun. Man. That's scary, man. That's dope. That's dope. Do you have a you have a favorite favorite city out of all the cities you toured in? Man, favorite city. Because I've never been to Chicago. I've never been to Atlanta as an adult. Right. So never been to Idaho. That's for sure. They're gorgeous, Chicago and Atlanta. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd I say, really want to go. I think Seattle's gorgeous, man. Yeah, I love Seattle, man. It's My really brother used to live there, and I've been there. I visited him there a couple of times. Oh yeah, I love it there. It's like really it's a pretty, dope city. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's a really really nice city. Yeah, and like it has this this kind of like kind of like Brooklynish kind of vibe in some aspects. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, I I enjoyed that. You it's know, like a tall, I remember there was this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like all a, Brooklyn. It's like a tall beach city. <laughs> You know, yeah, I like that mix. Yeah, and I I like uh, yeah. New Orleans too a lot. I've only passed through there, but like, it's oh, word. pretty man. I've never been, mm. never been. I'm missing out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about your music a little bit, man. So, how do you categorize your music? Oh God, man. <laughs> I think I've I like send people for loops with this question because I do so much shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is, too, like, it doesn't feel weird to me that I do so much stuff. I feel like I just make music, you know? Right. But, like, obviously, it's very, like, electronic, alternative R&B, and then, like, rap and soul at the same time. But then, like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's, like, traditional soul. Other times, it's, like, uh... I don't know, man. I just say alt R and B at this point, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But that like, makes sense. How how have you felt about like getting into rap more? Honestly, I was only making rap music like exclusively from ages like eleven to sixteen. You know what I mean? Oh, word. Like, okay. Being... Actually, somebody told me this. I think it was Joe. Do you remember Joe? Uh... Joe from Good Luck's Face Yeah, man. Bassist. He told me this. Uh, you were only making rap music before. Yeah, man. Um, it was like... Being of, uh, known as a singer was like new to me. And kind of like jarring. Like in the year... Yeah. Like a few years ago. But I was like, this is... That's what people think I am, <laughs> you know? So, uh, <laughs> like, I'm not a singer. But like... I guess you are what you do consistently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, man. So, uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoy rap, man. Like, it's something that I've, I've, I think like a lot of my favorite music is like this rap that's spoken to me. I was like, uh, like the stuff that I was listening to when I was like a middle schooler was like definitely mm-hmm. Kanye and Luba Fiasco, you know? Yeah, same. Um, same. Yeah, and like, that's kind of the culture that I was really like paying attention to and watching the most, you know? Um, yeah. But yo, how old are you? I'm 25. 25, word. Yeah. Word. I'm, 20, I'm 23. We're, up. We're <laughs> close to <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally agree. Like, uh, I spoke about this on a, on a episode of maybe last week, but it's interesting that I was more I was so into Kanye and Lupe at the time right in in middle school age but then once I found that Knocksteady shit man everything changed Yo. like when I was like when I hit like 16 15 16 I was like I don't care about any of this stuff anymore like I really just I could go without it yeah man cause like that's I complete like the transformation happened to me too truthfully it's like uh, it's like all that kind of transformed everything truthfully like uh yeah it's funny that you're saying that because it's definitely my experience like now i can listen back to lupe in, in like 2000s kanye's discography and like really enjoy mm-hmm. it you know 
um, and accept yeah. that like it's not all that I like. But for a while, that's yeah. I was like gonna die on that hill. Like this is the best music. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Like I was such a big Kanye fan, like like crazy, and yeah, I was totally on that hill too. <laughs> yeah. Totally on that hill. You know, I I think about these kinds of things a lot. I like to connect connect certain points in my life and you know like when i say that the the knock study videos totally changed my life i mean like like i ne probably never would have met you if i didn't watch those videos if you tie things together that far back you know like we never would have met most likely if i didn't watch those videos you know because through that i found so many other artists and i went to their shows and then eventually we met at one of their shows and it just like the way things work out like that is so interesting like those things literally fucking changed my life. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, hugely agree, bro. Um, yeah, like the kind of stuff that I got into, just like by way of them deciding to like put out their signal and their music, just like changed my whole personality. Is almost what it seemed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Me too. And you know, I was. Uh, I've been having Cher listen to a lot more of your music. I mean, she already knows some of it. Okay. Just through, just from hearing it, you know, on SoundCloud and stuff cool. like that. Right. And, like, I remember the first, I think when we first met or when I first started listening to you on SoundCloud, you only had, like, five or six tracks up. And one of them was Drowning. And I remember thinking to myself, like, and still to this day, I remind myself this all the time that like I never listened to that sound before, that that style of music before wow. until it was you and like until it was you singing on it, and then I was just like magnetically pulled. I just gravitated toward it, and I never, I never went back. You know what I mean? Like I stuck with it. I've always stuck with it now. That's cool, man. That's wild. Yeah, I really um, I think like. Throughout the past few years, I've been doing so many collaborations with, like, other artists and stuff. Yeah. And, it, like, a lot of it's on stuff that I wouldn't produce myself, but there's sounds that I love a mm -hmm. lot, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, that Drowning track, there's no way that I produced that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> yeah. it, like I, listening to it, I immediately was like, all right, I know what this feels like. And it just felt like home singing on it, you know? Um yeah and like that i still feel like that bridge like feels really amazing <laughs> you know yeah it does <laughs> and, um, agreed yeah and i just think uh like sometimes i sit back and look at like the wide range of sounds that i've like just vocally done things on and like mm -hmm. it's a really diverse group of sounds <laughs> Yeah. How, how does that come to you though like how how have you been able to to execute so differently on so much different music like is it like do you want to like do you purposely expand yourself out to different styles different sounds or is it just like you hear something and it clicks for you i think for me it's like if i like the environment that a song is presenting i'm gonna try to like fit in the environment and like be me there you know yeah i always had this thing yeah. about like um like for example like when you're speaking to your grandparents and you're like riding a roller coaster while talking to them, how are you going to talk? <laughs> it's like you're in, this, you're in this space and it's your grandparents, you know, like, yeah, it's like setting and who you're talking to are all different in every song, you know, and mm -hmm. if you can like mm -hmm. meet you while you're doing all those things and like you're going to make something that's personal to you and you're also going to do what's right for the space, you know, and I, right. I've like, I just try to do that whenever I write a song with someone else and usually like I mean I try to make it like that's something that only we we would have and could have done you know yeah so yeah yeah no I like that um who's your favorite collaborator man I want to say two people <laughs> it's definitely um Flaming Ghosts man he's like yeah him for I'd sure. say Bickle Okay. Yeah, okay. People don't know like me and Bickle have a lot of songs that we've written, but like he's such an amazing talent. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I did not know. How many songs with Bickle are out? None. 
we have like yeah that's what folders. I, I was like I, I I was like I've heard pretty much all of your music and I don't remember any songs with Bickle yeah um, that <laughs> song A Compliment at Heaven's Gates on uh, that mixtape um he produced that one oh word okay and also oh I thought these mixtapes were all your production except no? for like the one and a half he also did like half Thanks, of Technomagica so like ah that song is hard thank you man it's like uh, <laughs> it's like all that I don't know, we just, we kind of like just work on stuff for shits and we'll send a bunch of dumb stuff over to each other all the time, you know? Yeah, that's good, that's good. Um, I wish, I wish my, my art world could be a little more collaborative sometimes, you know? It's a little like, it's, it's kind of hard to collaborate on things like photography, which is what I primarily do, well, did. Right. Like, I don't really even... For me, collaborating is like is taking photos of you while you're performing, and it's like I'm just capturing your momentum, and then kind of creating it into a different thing. Really? You know, I I don't really know how else to collaborate in that field. Your photos are great, but, man. All the gig photos well, you. that you have, like I have like a lot of images in my inbox because of you, and like <laughs> some that I've saved that I'm like, oh shit, that's a great photo. <laughs> Um, and but thank you, thank you. Maybe like, like editing. Is that like that's like the only? Yeah, you can we can share one. ideas, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yo, I do have to ask you. I, I, I'm sure you don't have an answer for this, but when is the collaboration coming out with Flam- Flamingosis? Oh man, um. I don't have an answer, but I will say that there's like a whole folder full of songs that I can't wait to like have out in the world. My God. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it because all of those fucking songs are so good, man. <laughs> so good. I really so good. It. I feel like honestly, like when I write on his stuff, there's like this like soul click button that happens that's like, oh. This yeah. is one of my best songs. <laughs> yeah. Like no, nah, man. It's, it's, Stowed Away is like one of my favorite songs I've heard in the last five years. That's amazing. Definitely. Like that song is that song is so beautiful. It is, it's incredible. Thanks, man. Um, I, th- I think like I was in um. Man, honestly, like <laughs> it's gonna be transparent here. I think when I was writing it, I was like tearing up. Like, oh god, this this one's got a lot of heart in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And like I remember, <laughs> I remember playing it. Like uh, it was like the state that's damn. It's like a mountainy state, not Colorado. A mountainy state that's not Colorado. Yeah, it's like next to Colorado. <laughs> it's like ah oh, shit. <laughs> shit, man. I haven't lived in America so long. I, I don't even <laughs> remember where the states damn. are. <laughs> I gotta ask you about about Filipino geography, man. <laughs> Um, I'm not so good at that either. <laughs> it's like I remember playing it, and just like in this room, it was a mountainy state, and it was just like the room just got very emotional. Now it was just like, all right, this song definitely is. It like does. It needs to be in sets at certain times because it's it can like just do that to places, you know. And I feel yeah. like honestly, as time has gone on. Um, my sets have transformed because like just the emotions that are within them change you know mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like that Stowed Away song I feel like I remember when I started playing Stowed Away in, in sets and like my stage per, like energy changed you know what I mean <laughs> yeah does any sense at all yeah no and uh, in the audience you totally feel that too Word. like uh, obviously the last time I saw you was last summer and at Mark's show and like there was so much energy in that room but then when stowed away comes on it's just like everybody goes into this space where it's like this is the most beautiful thing that i'm i'm gonna hear you know what i mean like it's it's it just it takes you somewhere else and like that's that's so great i love that about the song that's gorgeous yeah yeah um how how is your live show these days like what kind of what kind of stuff are you trying to integrate into that yeah um really i was up until like March, I was practicing with a live band. Um, oh, okay. Like, 
It's like a three piece. And now going back to solo because, you know, there's not much, <laughs> much more going down in the next foreseeable future. Um, of course. But yeah, I have like trigger things on the 404, then I have like a bunch of vocal effectors, and that's kind of how we're rocking it. I have like some looper stuff too. Um, and just like basically whatever I can do to uh, have the vocals feel as live and tailored to each moment, you know, like throughout yeah. the song. Because I feel like it, I, like I produce and do a lot of other, like things, I play certain instruments and stuff, but I feel like I've understood my bag to be that of a vocalist, <laughs> you know, it's like a songwriter yeah. who brings the emote emoting to the space and i feel like that's what my live rig is like geared towards now you know yeah that makes sense that makes sense um shit i lost my train of thought babe you have any questions (laughs) yo no no questions how do you style yourself (laughs) she's asking how you style yourself how do i style myself question okay how did i not think of that wow good question how do you style yourself cool um I honestly I like I'll get clothes from it's like a bunch of different thrift stores <laughs> and it's like <laughs> my friends will just like give me clothes that they're not wearing anymore and um yeah. occasionally like I'll get gifts here and there but like it gets to the point where the closet it just like becomes this whirlwind of things that I like you know mhm and then you just kind of like layer around and take some chances and yeah. got like an interesting fit going on, you know? And yeah. I think I layering is important, you know? Like, uh, Agreed. I, I agree. Like on my, on the Instagram live, I feel like I took a big chance wearing a turtleneck underneath the cardigan. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I also loved how it looked and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> you just got to take chances. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. Do you take like do you take style inspiration from anybody or anything in particular? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I'd say um and Jesse Boykin's a third for sure. It's a huge okay, style yeah. inspo. I'd say Pharrell's a huge style inspo. Yeah. I'd say like a lot of um a lot of like uh I don't know man. I think like the colors that Tyler the Creator is like into mm-hmm. that like that like spoke to me a lot when i was like going growing through the of world yeah know? me too me too yeah um i know that i just like wearing things that are like fun when like in terms of how they feel and fit on the body and yeah and like just playing around with uh layering yeah makes sense sure makes sense uh, your inspirations make sense like just put tying it all together yeah i see that i can see that <laughs> um yo i wanted to go back to one question or one thing we brought up before we were talking about mark and heritage and i wanted to ask you like how do you like does 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 your heritage does your like ethnicity your background does it affect your music at all in any way for sure in, in ways that are probably like subconscious Mm-hmm. but also very like obvious too I think um, I, I put out music under my first name and it was like yeah. a purposeful thing that I did that I feel like growing up nobody could pronounce a Yorbo or like even Ehi at that you know <laughs> yeah and like um, I feel like when I look at my name I like think about my whole life <laughs> you know and no like, word yeah that makes sense yeah and like when, I'm, when you're going under a moniker you think of like just performing you know and yeah. um, it's just like a deeper kind of like interaction I feel like I have with my name um, when, I, when I'm like writing songs or if I know that it's going to present or like be represented by my name or whatever it's, it's hard to explain but like I think um, I don't know man I, I think uh, <laughs> this question's hard to answer specifically yeah no I feel that I get that it's yeah it's like like I have no idea how I really integrate my ethnicity, my being Filipino, into my work. Like no clue. Right, it that just kind of happens. It, it 
I forgot the question. <laughs> I think um, I think I I like always understand. I like I bring the idea of being like a Nigerian Dominican American like to my music, like mm-hmm. without realizing it. When I like know that I'm writing a song for myself, and I feel like even the people that gravitate and like listen, they happen to be a lot of people who are like people of color. I like video games and love their heritage. You know what I mean? Yep. That like yep. pop music too. It's like really weird. Like who came in and like is paying attention, like without it being on purpose. You know? Um, yeah. And I think it's like uh, I've been like I'm really into Nigerian music. You know? Oh really? Like who? Um, for me, like it's the godfather of Afrobeat. Fella is like kind of hard to yeah, dispute, but like for sure, someone who's newer, Santi, super dope. You know, okay, like the yeah, Monster yeah. Boys. Like I was like just rinsing YouTube for a while. My favorite recent like Afrobeat song is this one Wizkid song, Fever. That's like I don't know that crazy one. Crazy to me. It just like feels. I feel like the producers in Nigeria got a hold of like what what's going on when it comes to like electronic soundscapes and soundcloud and like making things feel dreamy and they just like mm-hmm. were them they just like kind of uh tapped into it in their own way by like yeah. putting things together and just what's coming out is like really amazing you know um yeah yeah i think like low-key there's some syncopation in my music that like maybe is a little more african than i like to realize sometimes <laughs> you know but i don't know for sure yeah i think you could say that i think you could say that yeah, yeah. that gazer song um, at the end of a uh, platinum mud bomb mm-hmm. i feel like um i was definitely trying to make an afrobeat song but it just came out different <laughs> You know? Oh, word. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to it again and and uh, try to see the, the inspo. Yeah, like Afro rock. I thought about it. Like funk. It's weird. Word. Yeah, I've been just a couple of days ago, I was like digging deep into Afrobeat just to kind of like experiment with different things on, on, on Tractor and the DJ stuff. Yeah, man. And I found it really like comfortable yeah Afrobeat's soothing man it's like yeah like you just kind of like <laughs> nod and like, like it just yeah, yeah. it's really <laughs> you just like, feel it like yeah I, I feel like anybody anybody who who can just hear an Afrobeat song for the first time ever can can relate to an extent like because it just gets right into your body like it takes over your whole being and oh, it's just yeah. there oh, yeah. you know what I mean yeah, I was having a lot of fun with it. I was me- I was messing around with like Afrobeat and and reggaeton just one day, just trying new things, yeah, and it was pretty dope, man. I was really enjoying it. I was scrolling through Spotify and just looking for more music. Yo, send me send me some Afrobeat stuff because I need more. For sure, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I need more. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So should we be expecting anything anything new from you coming out soon? I mean, obviously, you just put out two mixtapes two like a month or two ago. I would say, I mean, I got some songs, like a small handful, that aren't on any any of the albums that like I'm talking okay. about. I, I don't like the idea of like always talking about projects coming, you know? Yeah, but, no, uh, I feel you. Yeah, like I will say. They're like uh, beyond all that like expectation huge project stuff there are these like small batch of songs that I'm like really excited to put out for, like midsummer for real for real you know um I'll share some with you personally <laughs> yeah oh, like, please do really cool man um and it's gonna be like the first real stuff that isn't from years ago or some shit you know <laughs> okay like, word yeah, send me some stuff, man. You know my email. You got my email. For sure. Send some stuff, After please. I'll catapult you some stuff. <laughs> Dope. Dope. Yeah, man. 
how are you feeling about the episode so far? I think we're I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah, it's, I think about we uh, to covered a range of topics, man. I think uh, very yeah. comfy, comfy chat. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to discuss with the people? Um. Let's say, oh wait, let's talk about fleet. We haven't talked about fleet okay, at yeah. all. Start yeah. Right. So, so let's talk about fleet a little bit. Can you can you explain to the people what fleet is? Oh yeah, basically fleet. I think at this point it's like a like a digital community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that like is oriented around like music, games, comics, stories, just fun stuff, you know? Um, yeah. And we've been like putting out music in the form of like compilations or just like singles from or like projects from artists since like 2018, but now i feel like uh it's come to the point where it's like really like a web community in the form of this like discord server that shares stuff with its members all the time and uh, we do events from like tuesdays through saturdays um and it ranges from like album listening parties to like animal crossing nights to like there's this thing called scribble.io where it's like like Pictionary yeah. but like it's super fun man yeah. there's like a lot of people involved and it's just mad fun I love it and like everyone in there has like the craziest sense of like uh, taste they, like the things they recommend are always so wild and on point and like deep cuts but like it shouldn't be deep cuts you know yeah I know um, what you mean uh, do these people do a lot of these people know each other no or man. is it just just through your discord the people who like decided to slide into the discord server because they like know about the stuff that was being released um yeah or like they jumped in for my social media or something like that you know um yeah but no, that's dope it's like that's really, really dope. fun space you know yeah i feel like I, yeah i feel like that's a great idea just to create a community in in like that exclusive setting where it's not like exclusive exclusive but just being able to navigate somewhere else off of social media where we kind of do the majority of our socializing on the internet right and then build something totally separate like that's that's such a good idea and i mean i just joined the discord for the first time totally man the guardian yeah i'm gonna keep checking in there (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) i'm gonna start checking in for sure it's like um some of the kids in the discord they're like actually friends now oh and, like, word okay yeah. stuff and like at, like there's so many people in the discord who like make music or do art or like illustrate or graphic design or what have mm-hmm. you you know and they're like it really feels like a fun community where it's not about like one person who has the most following it's like what do you do and what do you have to say you know yeah and it's just really fun man. and it's very I, I imagine it's very inclusive and like welcoming in that way also yeah and i think like the members have kind of it's like there are no rules on the server besides like no safer work like that's not cool you know yeah <laughs> um, yeah but it's like it's almost like it's kind of taking its own energy and it's really cool yeah that's dope but it is um is fleet also fleet is also functioning as a label though um yeah like we it's like a collection of people who put out music um and like also they run this online community you know okay okay um okay yeah it's like we're getting a lot of music projects ready um tight and tight yeah sounds good sounds good i like it a lot i like it a lot i think you i think you got something special going on there with the discord server it's a great idea uh, you mentioned earlier how many people were active and like that's that's dope man that's really dope thank you man we're trying to grow it I think it's really fun and, like useful for right now you know yeah especially right now definitely damn you're giving me ideas I'm trying to like think of new shit uh yeah Dude, um for sure shit was there anything else you wanted to talk about <laughs> nah beyond uh congrats on the podcast man this is like episode 30 oh thank you yeah, episode thirty. This is gonna be episode thirty. Yeah, I was like, or no, thirty-one, thirty-one. Very I cool. have a couple of episodes backlogged right now. Very cool, man. I was just like looking, like the presentation is very cool, and y'all are doing a great job. Consistency, man. It's very dope. Thank you. 
Sure. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks sure. for coming on. Yeah, like, really, really, thank you for coming on. It's it's been great chatting with you. It's been a long time. It has been, man. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for today, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in, as always, to the Barangay Podcast Network. Thank you, Eddie, for coming on the show, man. Thank you a lot. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Peace. Man. Peace. What up? How's it going? Uh, this is Ehi Orbo, and you can follow me and find me at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mr. Ehi Orbo. Um, also, backslash Mr. Ehi Orbo. Uh, depends on what you're typing it into. <laughs> Peace.